Hey there, welcome to the Hot Mess Mom Health Podcast. Do you wish you could find a sustainable way to get healthy and not feel overwhelmed in the process? Do you find yourself up late at night scouring Pinterest for meal prep ideas and quick workouts? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel stressed out and disappointed when you fall back in your old habits? Drive through the Chick-fil-A drive through for the second time this week, all while the fresh produce you just bought goes bad. Hey, I'm Rebecca. I too am a working mom of two littles and self-proclaimed hot mess mom. All my life I've struggled with trying to maintain a healthy weight and feel good in my skin. I could add yo-yo dieter to my resume. After I packed on 50 plus pounds with two pregnancies, I decided to change for good. I wanted to stop obsessing about food, stay consistent, and set a good healthy example for my kids. But I kept telling myself that I didn't have the time, the energy, or accountability to stay on track until I changed my mindset and created one healthy habit at a time. In this podcast, you will find simple, actionable steps so you can create a healthy lifestyle and get relief from the overwhelm. Spray that dry shampoo, grab your iced coffee, turn up the volume, and let's get healthy. Hey there, happy Monday, and welcome back to another episode of Hot Mess Mom Health. I'm so grateful that you are here with me another week. We are into March, and I couldn't be happier for the nice warm weather that hopefully is on the horizon. I know that you guys are listening from all over the place, but here in New Jersey, it is cold in the winter, and it is you know, it's at the tail end of it, but it's just not over yet. And I'm just like super hopeful that the next couple of weeks, it turns the corner for real because this dreary cold weather, I'm over it. I know I've said that before, but it's just something about the warm weather and feeling the sun on your skin that just changes your mood and puts you just in this positive energy and space that I'm just so looking forward to being in for real when summer and spring are here. But anyway, I wanted to talk to you guys today about something that I think many of you listening are probably experiencing or know somebody who is, and that is basically what's kind of the term that's being thrown around as the pandemic 15. Now, we all can remember or relate to being in college and the freshman 15, right, where you kind of the first time you're away from your parents, there's not as much home cooked, you know, meals going on as more hamburger helper and out, you know, food runs, late eating, drinking, all of this stuff, like not healthy habits, not sleeping well, staying up late, drinking Red Bull, blah, blah, blah. I could go on and on, as you all know and are aware of. However, when talking about the pandemic 15, what's a little bit different here, although it could be potentially 15 pounds that are packed on, some of the studies that are kind of out there are showing that it could potentially be even more than 15 that people have gained over the last two years. So, and it already, you know, People out there are already struggling with weight issues and struggling with becoming healthier and sticking to it and being consistent with it. In a world where this is already difficult for most people, adding another 15 or more pounds over the last two years on top of probably what you would have maybe already gained or what you've already been struggling with before adds added pressure to anybody out there listening who is struggling to lose any weight. So I wanted to talk about it because I think you know, anybody out there listening, you might feel shameful about it. You may feel kind of defeated, just kind of given up. But I'm here to tell you that, you know, I saw a a study or a poll that was done by WebMD, and it looked like 54% of people that responded to the poll are experiencing this. And that's just one small poll. But I would be willing to bet that you are not alone, right? 
During the last two years, we all have experienced stress that nobody was prepared for, stress that you could never plan for, and we all just kind of had to be thrown into it, and we had to deal with it day by day, and we had to figure it out, right? Especially busy working moms. If you were working, you got thrown into you know, maybe working from home and our kids' schools being closed, trying to juggle all of that. I know my husband was out of the house a lot working since he works at a hospital. So I was juggling working full-time, a kindergartner, and a a two-year-old at the time. So my life was legit insane where there were days where, yes, I was drinking more than I normally would. Yes, I was snacking. Yes, I was eating. Yes, I was doing all kinds of crazy things I never was doing because I was so stressed out and I was using food as a way to cope, whether I was bored, whether I was stressed out, whether I just didn't know what was coming next. You know, it wasn't in the beginning of the pandemic, I was not being healthy with working out. I didn't start really getting serious about working out mainly until I want to say like October um, when I got my Peloton after the, Pel- after the pandemic started. So it was months into it when I even got even considered, you know, working out really because there was just no time. It was all you could do just to, you know, kind of feel like you were getting through the days. I'll never forget my daughter's birthday is March 13th and it was the last day we had her we had family over and we had, you know, cake and pizza and that next day is basically when I think actually it was the 13th and that's when her party was and everything shut down. And I remember thinking to myself when they first shut schools down for 2 weeks I'm like, how the heck are we going to survive 2 weeks? And then little did anybody out there know it was going to be months, right? Like months of schools being closed, months of working remote, months of trying to figure it out and having no other choice but to just do it, right? So anyone out there listening, I want you to give yourself grace and understand that we all kind of went through this in different ways and all had different support systems, right? You basically had to figure it out with the people in your house because you were had to be, you know, in the beginning, we didn't know what was happening. So you really couldn't be exposed to too many people in the outside world. So your support system that you may have had, that ex- external, you know, support system team of people that can help you may not, may have not been able to utilize for a while because nobody really knew what was going on. So... I want to give you guys three tips to try and regain some control of maybe the out-of-controlness of your life that we all felt and just give you some tips and tricks to try to move forward. It seems as though, I don't want to say, you know, I can't promise anything. I'm not a scientist or a doctor or any of this stuff, but it looks like we're on the other side of it. I'm going to pray that that's true because that's what I have to do to keep saying, I guess. But it looks like we are past the worst of it, right? And we are all adjusting to what is the new normal. And I think that putting our health and wellness in the forefront of our minds is so important, especially with all the stuff we've all been through in the last two years. There's nothing more important than our health. And I think, you know, with everything being considered, if we can just take some steps and get ourselves at least back to baseline, at least get ourselves back to where we were but prior to the pandemic starting and then build from there, I think we'll all be much better off. Because if you did gain those 15 pounds or 20 pounds, 30 pounds, whatever it was, and you were already struggling, we don't need to continue down that path. You can go back to baseline and you can continue your health journey from there. So I'm going to give you, like I said, three tips of what I think could help get you, you know, a little bit of you know, ease and grace, like I said, but give you those tips of things that you can kind of evaluate so that you can move forward in your health journey and not have anything holding you back. So step number one, I think we need to identify what in your life has changed in the last two years. And I mean, take out a pencil and paper, take voice memos on your phone, 
really go through what has changed for you over the past two years. Did your gym close? Has it reopened? Are there more um, restrictions on your work? Can you not go to your place of work? Are you now working remote? Are you isolated? Are you feeling, you know, alone in your work environment because you are working from home? Is that something that you don't enjoy? Are you working maybe at a place, but you are more isolated from people? Is that still going on? Is that something that's upsetting you? Is that something that you don't enjoy? Maybe you are a more social person and that's bothering you. Are you forced to be at home with your spouse also working from home? You know, that can also add stress where you kind of need that separation, right? Like we all kind of need our space and our things sometimes. And maybe now you both are working from home. So that's something that you need to evaluate. Like if that is something that's, you know, your new normal, how can you figure out how to move forward if that's going to continue being your life and how either it was positively or negatively affecting you, like really taking stock and just saying, this is what's going on now. This is what's going to continue to go on. And this is what's different. And this is what I don't like. And maybe having that conversation with your significant other and just saying like, this is stressing me out working together from home. I don't feel like I have any separation. And maybe it's like building out an office or changing a bedroom over to a space so that you feel like you have your own separate space to work and you're not stressed out feeling like you're always with your spouse. Because I can imagine that can be a little bit stressful if you're not used to it, right? So number one is the biggest thing is identify what's changed for you. So like I said, write a note, take voice memos, whatever it is, and just make a list of all the things in your life that you think maybe you've been affected by the last two years. Um, And I think it's a really great starting point, just acknowledging all of the things that have changed for you and all the things that are different. Because I don't think anybody is just like jumped right back into 100% of their 2019 life, right? Everyone has something, even if it's still small nuances going on, that is different than what they were doing in 2019. And we may not even be acknowledging that some of those things are actually potentially negatively affecting our health. So that's why I think it's really important to just spell it all out and then evaluate it. And if you need to talk to a friend or you need to talk to like a loved one or a sister or somebody about it, just so you can get it out. Because I don't even think a lot of us took a minute to realize all the things in our lives that have changed over the last two years. And Doing that can be so therapeutic in itself, just getting it out of our heads and getting it onto paper and saying, damn, I did all this stuff. I did all these things. These are all the things that have changed for me. And I've come out on the other side. Although I may have gained some weight, I still did that. I still came out on the other side and I'm still strong and I can still handle tough things. But now I need to reevaluate how I can adjust the things that have changed and put myself in a better position. So That was step number one. Step number two, and this I think is so important, and I talk about this a lot on this podcast, deal with the stress. Because let's face it, not a single person was able to go through the past two years without additional stress. I don't know who you are if you didn't, but I do not know you because every person I know has experienced stress like absolutely no other, whether it was loss of a loved one loss of someone, you know, if it wasn't an immediate family, someone extended family, um, maybe it was having your kid's school being virtual, maybe it was a loss of a job, maybe it was a loss of multiple jobs in your family, maybe it was just juggling the everyday life, maybe you have, maybe you were a first responder, right, and you had to go to work, 
but it was hard because how do you find someone to watch your kid in the middle of a pandemic? You know, all of these different things. Not one person had it easy right now in the last two years. Not one person. And if you have not taken stock in your stress levels and you have not worked on that, whether it be, you know, meditation, whether it be, you know, breath work, whether it be just simply talking to a therapist, whether it be anything you can do, like spa treatments, whether maybe having a hot tub, maybe some sauna, like anything that you do that is a stress reliever, if you have not, not evaluated your stress level and how high it has been and doing anything about it to make yourself feel better, one minute meditations are great, like whatever it is for you. Maybe it is just simply doing your own nails, you know, maybe that makes you feel good. Something that calms your nerves, makes you feel good, and is a stress reliever. I don't think too many of us have been taking stock in our own stress. And that is so important. And that that alone could help release some of your weight issues because holding on to the stress could create inflammation and therefore our bodies are always in flight or flight mode and you're going to hold on to weight unnecessarily. So I cannot stress enough whether you have even considered meditation or considered anything at all that is a stress reliever, even if you haven't even thought that you're stressed, I promise you that you probably have been and you probably didn't take enough stock in it and it's probably holding on in your body and you need to let it go. You need to release it. You need to deal with it and you will feel so much better and your health will be so much better for it. I promise you. I personally experienced this. I'm a very stressed out type A person and I know that I have could do better still with dealing with it. And there are times that I'm better and there are times that are I'm not. But even simply exercising, right? Going for a walk, just getting outside, putting your phone away, right? Like our phones are such a stressor. They're always going off. They're always beeping. They're always blinking. They're always buzzing. They're always vibrating. They're always doing something, right? And it's such a trigger for some people. So step number two is deal with the stress. Whatever it takes for you, whatever makes you feel better, whatever makes you feel calm, Maybe it's simply sitting outside on your deck and drinking a cup of tea. I don't know, whatever it is for you. But evaluate your stress level that you've dealt with over the last two years and even what you're dealing with currently and take it from there and see what you can do to manage your stress moving forward so that you're putting your mind in a good spot. We talk so much on this podcast about you know your mental health and all of those things. And I think it cannot be put on the back burner especially not if you are in a situation where you were already struggling with your weight and now you are looking at adding another, you had added another 15 to 30 pounds over the pandemic. Now is so imperative that you work on that stress. And I actually just got back from a vacation, a little getaway with my husband, and I didn't realize how much stress that I was holding on to and how much I needed to get away from my kids. And I, I love my children, don't get me wrong. But it's something about being away from them when you've been, we literally haven't done anything right for the last two years, pretty much away from our children. And even before that, we hadn't really done anything. It's probably been about four years since I've done anything without my kids. And it was just so nice to actually be married again, to be my spouse, to reconnect with him and to be able to like, just take a deep breath and be like, this is what relaxation really feels like. So if you're able to, I know we've all been with our kids probably more than ever during the pandemic, whether it be quarantines or school closures, all the activities closed, parks closed, gyms closed, everything's closed. You know, if you haven't had a chance to get away and reconnect with your spouse, I cannot recommend it enough. We had such a good time. We had massages and all kinds of great things, but it was something that I didn't really realize that I needed. 
And it was something that I was so grateful that I had the opportunity to do, even if it was just for three or four days, just to get away and not have anybody demand anything from me for a couple of days. No mommies. No, I need this. No, I need that. Watch this. None of it. It was amazing. So cannot recommend that enough. All right. And step three in getting rid of the pandemic 15 would be create a plan to move forward. Now, my perspective on all of this is with weight loss, with your health, is always take small steps. And I truly do mean that. I did not decide to be healthy and then everything shifted for me in one day. That's not how it works typically. And if you do stuff like that, it doesn't t- typically stick. So over, we had two years of you packing on pounds if you were doing that. And two years and then on top of maybe you were already, you know, a little bit overweight prior to the pandemic, right? So if you were one of those people who were already struggling with how to stay consistent, how to become healthy, how to lose the weight, and then you added some more weight on, this can seem like a monumental feat, right? To go from maybe already being 20 pounds overweight to now being like 35 or 40 pounds overweight. So create a plan. After you evaluated what's changed for you and figured out what maybe maybe is negatively affecting you after you've evaluated, deal with your stress, take some stock in managing your stress, create the plan to move forward in small increments. Do not think you're going to change your life tomorrow because it's not going to happen, right? That would be perfect world here. I would love to tell you that could happen, but it's not. Real talk here. <laughs> so what, what I'm going to say is evaluate your day in, in um, morning, noon, and night routines, right? Like pick a routine that's manageable for you and then say, what can I do to change it? So whether it's morning, noon, or night, go through your list of things that you identified as being different. Try to ditch the negative ones or at least have them so that they're not as negatively affecting you as they were. And then see what you can change from there, whether it's eating habits, whether it's working out, Whatever it is, right? Whether it's maybe getting your kids out of the house 20 minutes sooner. Maybe it's getting home from work a little sooner. Or maybe it's clearing your space away from the kitchen so you're not constantly surrounded by food. Whatever it is, create a plan to move forward. Create a plan that's manageable. Don't overwhelm yourself. The the pandemic has overwhelmed us for the last two years. We don't need any more overwhelmed feeling. We don't need any more stress. Create a plan that can work for you. So whether you want to focus on food whether you want to focus on sleep, whether you want to focus on drinking more water, whether you want to focus on taking a 30-minute walk in the middle of the day, whatever it is, take one thing, achieve the goal, create another habit, and go from there. And little things on top, little things on top of each other, little by little, will build some momentum, and you will find yourself back at baseline and able to manage the rest of the week. I truly think that doing things in steps is the absolute best way to do them. I have succeeded and failed at weight loss so many times in my life, and I'm still on the journey, but I know that building some momentum with small things I feel great about that I'm able to do and I'm able to accomplish, it just makes you feel good and it catapults you to moving forward in all of your goals, no matter what your health goal is, even if it's just 10 pounds, whatever it is, it kind of just like pumps you up knowing that you've accomplished one thing. You want to high five yourself, pat yourself on the back and move forward to something else. And you can be proud of all that, all the things you've accomplished. You can be amazed by all the things that you can do and that you can just say at the end of the day, I did all those things. But at the end of the day, we made it. We all made it through the pandemic. The last two years has been so stressful. We are literally almost at the two-year mark and it is so hard to believe. But if you are out there listening and you did gain the pandemic 15 is like they're calling it and you're just kind of lost and you don't know where to go 
I would say identify what's changed, step one. Make the list, whether it's good or bad, and figure out what are the negative things that have changed and what can you do about making them positive or at least tilting them in your favor, right? Number two, deal with the stress in any way possible. Eliminate, and if you can't eliminate, make it manageable. Deal with it. Don't just continue to shove it under the rug like we all try to do. We got to deal with it, whether that's meditations, whether that's spa treatments, whether that's taking a vacation with your spouse, whatever it is. Manage the stress, deal with the stress. And step three, create a plan to move forward. Creating the plan will make it feel more manageable. If you put it out there on paper, you put it in a computer spreadsheet, whatever makes you feel good, whatever kind of person you are that keeps you organized, whether it's a whiteboard in your kitchen, create the plan. Take baby steps, small goals. Make a goal, beat the goal, create something else, and build the momentum to keep you going forward keep you going to baseline of where you were two years ago before the pandemic and then kind of reevaluate your health goals and see where it can take you. And heck, these could be the thing that catapults you through all of your goals because now you've built the momentum to lose the pandemic 15. And if you had 20 pounds to lose, now you actually know how to do it. You've built some momentum. You've accomplished some small goals. You've checked them off. You can be so proud of yourself that you did those things. So I'm here for you. I'm rooting for you as always, and I will chat with you guys next week. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this episode of Hot Mess Mom Health. If you love this episode, please leave me an iTunes review. It would mean the world to me, and it would help me get the word out about helping other moms reclaim their health. Thank you so much.